Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Hello, today I'm going to talk about self-compassion. Self-compassion. This is a concept that I had trouble understanding at first. I heard, I read, that we need to cultivate self-compassion, and I thought to myself, well, I'm selfish. I don't have trouble with self-compassion. I have, I have no problem making sure I go after the things I want, making sure I give myself what I want. How could I be struggling with self-compassion? How is this an issue for anyone? That's really what I what I thought. And you may have felt this way too. The truth is that I tell myself negative stories. And I think we all tell ourselves negative stories. I put together a cabinet for my office uh, last year, two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, and one of the drawers doesn't work right because it's not, it's not, in exactly right. It's not put together exactly right. So it doesn't close all the way. I'm, I'm, I feel I'm not always good at the little details of getting, you know, getting things exactly right to put together a cabinet. And instead of working to fix it, I'm telling myself the story that I'm really bad at putting furniture together, that I can't take care of things like this. Telling this story about myself is a lack of self-compassion. I suspect that we all have little stories like that. Little stories we tell ourselves matter. You may say, I'm clumsy, I'm lazy, I have a terrible temper, or even worse, I'm unlovable. I definitely told myself that last one for many years, but not, not now. But these are all examples of failing to have self-compassion. Failing to have self-compassion. In the book, A Fearless Heart, Thupten Jimpa, PhD, a professor and former monk, he says, When we lack self-compassion, we are less self-accepting, less self-tolerant, and less kind to ourselves. And in Daring Greatly, uh, Brene Brown, PhD, says, Self-compassion is key because when we're able to be gentle with ourselves in the midst of shame, we're more likely to reach out, connect, and experience empathy. I'm defining self-compassion as taking care of ourselves while still being attentive to the feeling and feelings and needs of those around us. Taking care of ourselves while still be, being attentive to the feelings and needs of those around us. Self-compassion is not the same as self-pity. Self-pity is narrow because it really comes from a place of being obsessed with yourself. And self-compassion is also not the same as self-esteem. Self-esteem involves judging yourself and finding yourself worthy. 
Self-compassion really gives us the opportunity to be honest with ourselves. It gives us a chance to say to ourselves, I did this wrong and I'll try to do better instead of, I did this wrong and I'm a bad person. That's really where it's at. We sometimes have this sort of generalizing tendency. This gets in the way of both our self-compassion and our compassion toward others. Like my example above, if I fail to correctly build a cabinet, then I think I'm really bad at building things. If I lash out in anger, I can tell myself easily that I'm very bad at self-control. It's stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. But there's a lot going on, and one incident doesn't define anyone. So give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. In the same way, you could have a bad relationship and think you're bad at relationships, right? And maybe, but one incident doesn't define you. One incident doesn't define you. In, and again, in a fearless heart, Thupton Jimpa goes on to say, In cultivating self-compassion, we don't evaluate ourselves according to our worldly successes, and we don't compare ourselves with others. Instead, we acknowledge our shortcomings and failings with patience, understanding, and kindness. We view our problems within a larger context of our shared human condition. It's all about loving ourselves and having some perspective. Self-compassion helps us relax when we need to, understand our limitations. When we set goals and learn from our life experiences, it helps in all those areas. Because if we're overcome with self-doubt or self-pity, it affects everything in our lives. If we're overcome with self-doubt and self-pity, it affects everything in our lives. If we can just learn to love, care for, and respect ourselves, it could change everything for us. Okay? So that's it for today. This has been Self-Compassion. Have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.